3: Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes
5: everything.
1: This is Straight Fire with Jason McIntyre.
6: What is up, Straight Fire fam? It's me, Jason McIntyre. Straight Fire for Tuesday, January 4th, 2022. I think I've fixed the audio problems. Had a couple complaints. And Rob G., the great technical wizard that he is, Told me to hit a couple buttons, and boom! I think we're good to go. Um, But hopefully we'll be better than Baker Mayfield, who was an abomination on Monday Night Football. Uh, uh, Unspeakably bad. He was sacked nearly a dozen times. I mean, he threw a bunch of interceptions. I think it was one or two. Um, It it was just... uh, (laughs) I I, I know this was a celebration, a coronation, if you will, of Ben Roethlisberger, who was equally bad. Uh, I think he had 123 yards passing. Yet the guy's doing a victory lap. I mean, like, I get it. It's his last game, whatever. But he reminded me of how bad Peyton Manning was when they won the Super Bowl uh, against the Panthers. Remember the, the Super Bowl? Peyton goes out on top. But all anybody remembers is afterward Cam Newton was so ticked off. He's meeting with the media, has his hood pulled over. He's, like, not wanting to talk to him. And storms off in the middle. That was all I remember from that Super Bowl. It was uh, so ugly. But Peyton was bad in that, and the defense carried him. This wasn't even the defense carrying Pittsburgh. I mean, yeah, they sacked Baker, I think, nine times. But this was Baker being terrible. Um, You can't come away from this game with anything other than, holy hell, the Browns have a major situation at quarterback. Like, I don't know how you could go into next season confident. So what does Baker do afterward when asked about how bad he played? I'm getting surgery in the offseason. Yeah, that's going to fix everything, dude. That's the solution, Baker. You just get a surgery, everything's going to be fine. Yeah, it's it's going to fix your release. I mean, how many balls he had batted down in the first quarter? You know? I thought this was a Kyler Murray thing. Kyler Murray's a short quarterback. His balls are not getting batted down. Uh, it was just a really poor performance from, from Baker. And yes, I'm a tad extra salty because my son did not get 11 points from Nick Chubb in the fantasy championship. And I know you don't care about fantasy. I get it. Um it hurt though, you know. I mean, Nick Chubb on like the third carry peels off a thirty-yard run. You're like, all right, we got this, you know. And they gave him like five more carries the rest of the game. <sighs> so I had to pick up the fam from the airport. They fly back from the trip, and um, you know, first question, my son. He, you know, I got them Apple watches for Christmas. No, we're not getting phones for the kids. And he texts me, "How's fantasy?" I just like don't reply. Um, you know, and you meet him at the airport, and then I'm talking about everything other than fantasy, and then finally I have to cave and answer. And he was in good spirits, you know. It's disappointing, but he made the championship in his first year in this league. But he's in two leagues. One that I kind of was the commissioner of. He was off to an awesome start in that one, and then we had a couple injuries. The bottom fell out, and it was awful. Um, that was for money, and this other one is where the trophy and they engrave your name. I don't know yet if um. They engraved the second plate, the (laughs) runner-up. Probably not. But, uh, yeah, fantasy stunk. Now, I did gamble on this game, which is a bit of a saving grace. But it was one of those bets where you make it, and then a quarter in, you're like, oh, I'm toast. So I had Steelers in the contest. But when you saw the Browns eliminated, the total started to go up because you figured that neither side is going to play much defense. Steelers are going to run away with it, but the Browns should score easily on this terrible Steelers D. So I... And I broke major rules here. I'm just like grasping at straws because I didn't really want to bet the Steelers because they stink. And I didn't want to bet them lose and lose in the contest. So I teased the Steelers to like plus three. And I teased the total from 43 down to 37. But of course, there's like no points, no offense. I'm like, oh, this is terrible. And Najee Harris breaks off the touchdown run. And I thought he was going to go down, and they were going to take a knee and end it. And, um, you know, they're chasing him, and he dives in. I was like, yes, fine, a victory. Now, if you bet the total for the game, and everybody bet the over, you lost. Because it was 40, it started like 41, and then went to 43. Landed on 40. You know, gambling's tough, man. It is. So I got a little lucky with a teaser. And anybody, everybody who bet the game doesn't get the dub. Um, I will say... There's really only two games that matter, Rob. I don't know if you've checked the Week 18 schedule, but I have to do the Monday gambling show with Cowherd. And there's a bunch of games that are totally irrelevant. And there's really two that matter. Rams 49ers is massive. 49ers need to win. It sounds like it's going to be Trey Lance. The Rams, they want to win so they can win the division and host a playoff game. If Arizona gets the division, they then host a playoff game. Okay, that's game number one, and obviously Rob G's Chargers versus the Raiders is an enormous game. That's basically a play-in game. You could call it a playoff game if you want. Winner gets in. Uh, by the way, I need to give Rob G's guy. Uh, Rob, I don't know if you saw this tweet. Somebody, one of the pro football-focused dudes, put out a uh, a a video of the pass that Derek Carr made to Hunter Renfro, a.k.a. Third and Renfro, uh, that basically won the game for them. And it was the, the view from behind the play which makes it even look better than the normal TV view because you have Derek Carr dropping back and you see Darius Leonard on the stunt blitz. He acts like he's going to come up the middle and then bounces around the center and has a free rush on Derek Carr. Darius Leonard's an all-pro. Derek Carr sidesteps him so deftly like a James Harden prime Euro step. Just boom! And then steps up in the pocket and his feet are still moving. He's not balanced. And Carr just floats it under duress, over the outstretched defender, right into Hunter Renfro's breadbasket. Rob, I don't know if you saw the video. That's gotta be a top 10 pass of the season. That was incredible. Oh, it was fantastic.
4: You know, I saw, I saw it live, so watching the replay on social media just got me even more excited. Um, I, I don't you think... You want him as your quarterback next year? It depends. It, he, here's a question. It, it, that was like, the setup.
6: You like, you like how I set you up there? Like, I was like, oh, Derek Carr, is so good. Do I, next I, I
4: really like Derek Carr, and I think I made that clear on this podcast. However... The weapons that they have around him, the offensive line is very young and inexperienced. I think that all you'd be doing is setting him up to be disappointing you again if you bring back the same roster. Like unless you're gonna wait a go, sec.
6: Wait a sec. Waller? I mean, they're nine and seven. Yeah, I they mean, they haven't had Waller for like what five games. Darren now?
4: Waller's great. Hunter Renfro is a very good slot receiver. They have absolutely nothing on the outside. Josh Jacobs is good but they don't run block to save their lives on that but offensive line. isn't it line.
6: easy? Like I I I don't know what's going to happen with financially with the rug situation. Like they're going to be able to get out of that contract. I'm sure there's a morality sure. of some kind. Right. So replacing a burner on the outside, that ain't hard. Uh they have draft picks. I'm sure they'll have money in free agency. Yeah, yeah. But like they, I, they, I want, they'll
4: be able to get players, but the thing is like if they're not smart about it. because That was one issue that the the Gruden Mayock pairing had is that they spent big on free agency and, and almost none of them worked out. So yeah, they true. have to be able to to build around him. And if you're gonna keep Derek Carr, get yourself a uh Allen Robinson, Odell Beckham Jr., you know, Devonte Adams is a pipe dream. But like one of those kind of guys to 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 open things up. Because then if you have at least one legitimate number one receiver, then Darren Waller becomes like Travis Kelsey. And you know Hunter Renfro becomes one of, if not the best slot receivers in football. But if you have Hunter Renfro as your number one receiver, you're not a very good receiving core. So if they're not going to do that and, and and invest in the in the outside receivers and and invest in some veteran offensive linemen, then I don't want him back because all you're going to do is you're going to be eight and eight, nine and seven. Or excuse me, what is it now? Nine and eight or, or you know whatever <laughs> the new uh, seventeen games? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. If they're not going to do that then let him go and and rebuild and 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 go all in with this youth movement cuz they they they've pretty much have done that so far. They're like yeah. 70% young guys and if you're not going to go all in then don't bring him back.
6: Yeah, you just know though once you get a quarterback it's like you get a barber. You don't lose that guy. You got to keep that barber cuz he's got the good haircuts and Derek Carr gets you guys at least good quarterback play. Like, when you move on from a quarterback who's really good, you think the grass is greener. Dude, <laughs> uh, Jets fans want to kill me for this. Mark Sanchez, when the going was good, when you had a D in a run game and an offensive line, those are the two best years the Jets have had in over a decade. It's been very futile since. Now, I will point out for you, for you guys at home, legit, the craziest stat is the Philadelphia Eagles this season do not have a win over a team over 500. They have zero. Rob, do you, many, you want to guess how many the Raiders have heading into week 18? Four. So they beat the Steelers, who are over, they're going to finish over 500. I got to give Mike Tomlin some shine. We'll do that in a minute. Uh, Dolphins are 500. We'll see how they end up. They beat the Eagles, who are over 500. So that's two. They beat Dallas, that's three. They beat Indy, which is four. Four wins over teams and over Baltimore. 500. The Eagles have none. Well, Baltimore's now under 5. That's right. They've been playing. No, I'm sorry. They're 8-8, and so they could finish over. That's a good win, though. I mean, Baltimore, bottom's fallen out. Just the injuries caught up with them. But Raiders have good wins. The problem is you can't be losing to Washington. Uh, And they played a tough schedule. They had to play the Chiefs. Well, in the division, obviously. But the Bengals, um, you know, that loss to the Bears sticks out.
1: Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation, the right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Firestone tires. Ship fast and free to a recommended installer near you. Or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation. They'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site. Doesn't get much easier than that. Go to TireRack.com Colin to see their Firestone. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
6: I would try to make this about my Jets, but I can't. <laughs> uh, I'll just say this. Um, that I'd rather be the Jets right now than the Miami Dolphins. You the made Miami that Dolphins abundantly are the biggest, clear. The biggest, uh, I know all the Dolphins fans were sure. yelling at me after the podcast yesterday, but like it, they're just such a tease. Honestly, it's like, I don't want to win seven in a row, come on the cusp of making the playoffs, then get my teeth kicked in by the Titans and now have every question swirling about my quarterback. I mean, if you uh, talk to a Miami fan, Rob, they're like, I don't know if I don't want to. Meanwhile, two weeks ago, I was
1: like, how oh, seven in a row?
6: We got this, yo. They're all geeked. Like, welcome to reality, Dolphins. Like, it's ugly. Uh, uh, quickly, a word on Mike Tomlin. Um, I think that the Steelers are now 18 straight seasons. Finishing five hundred or better. Listen, Mike Tomlin gets people get on his case all the time. God, that's pretty impressive. Now I know he's had Big Ben for I believe all those years. Um, well, let's see what happens going forward. You know, I'll tell you right now they can't go with one of those backups, who is Mason Rudolph or um, I don't even know who the other dude is. But they, they're weak at quarterback. I'm not a huge fan um, of what they've got coming off the bench. But they're good, It's decent quarterback market. Right? I mean, it sounds like, Rob, uh, Jimmy G's not going to play. I wouldn't be surprised if he didn't play again this season. Uh, this hand injury, so you trot out Trey Lance, and if you lose and the Saints win, Niners are toast. Uh, now, if you win, if if Trey Lance somehow wins, and remember, uh, Shanahan does own McVay. He's won five straight. Um, you know, are they going to be able to start Jimmy G off two Trey Lance wins to end the season? The Jimmy G thing to me is fascinating. I know you're not a huge fan of his work. I'm kind of sort of obsessed with this. I would be into the Deshaun Watson. By the way, somebody sent me on Deshaun Watson, Rob G. Uh, I don't know why somebody follows uh, this girl. She's like a big deal in Houston, um, uh, quasi-influencer. Um, but apparently you know, she rang in the new year with Deshaun Watson It's very attractive. Uh, I don't remember her name, uh, but. I guess his girl stuck with him or he broke up with the girl and like still got a girl. I mean, that to me has to be extremely, I don't know, <laughs> 22 civil lawsuits swirling around. You're still, women still want to hang with you? Does that surprise you? I uh, probably should no, it does not
4: surprise me. I mean, look, Deshaun Watson is a multi-multi-millionaire. He is still. For
6: now. Still- yeah, how do you, I, I guess if you're a younger, Rob, how do you like introduce him to friends or even family hey this is deshaun watson wait deshaun
4: watson a massage guy like look if you know anything about the twitter sphere i don't know if i if i say that if you get picked, yours truly you know who that is no that's oj simpson O.J. Simpson does every Twitter view. Yours truly here, and he starts talking. He goes out on dates with I women, and and he and he's, they had country clubs. You know,
6: but those are those are like. O.J. Um, killed
4: somebody allegedly.
6: Old, I think he, did he kill two people? Uh, I mean, um,
4: he wasn't convicted, but we'll just well, uh, for argument's sake, we'll say he did. Um, <laughs> I think those are like clout chasing older women. Who and you don't think there's clout like, chasing funny. younger women out in these streets? Look, Deshaun Watson is still innocent until proven guilty, I guess. And he's still a multi-millionaire. He's still a, a, a 1% of 1% level athlete. He's good-looking. For now. For now. I mean, it's, it's not going to be hard for Deshaun Watson to, to find.
6: No, no, certainly. Uh, but this girl has like over a million IG followers. Now, again, she's. Pro- you're right. You're she's probably clout chasing, but it's just. I don't know. Anyways, but let's move on from that topic. Uh, quickly, I need to ask you about Antonio Brown fallout. So I'm not going to go deep into it, the whole like he claims he had an ankle injury and Bruce Arians is forcing him out there. I'm not going to get into a he said, she said with Antonio friggin Brown, right? This is a guy who Mike Tomlin said, you ain't got to go home, but you got to get up out of here, okay? Then Bill Belichick, you remember he was with Bill Belichick for a minute? Like Mike Tomlin, Bill Belichick, Bruce Arians, all kick your ass to the curb maybe it's not them. Maybe you need to look in the mirror, right? Right, Rob? I mean, yep. come on. Yep. I, I'm not sorry. I'm not giving the guy the benefit of the doubt here. I do hope he gets better, and mental health is real, and I know a lot of people want to talk about it. and Sure, it, definitely. But I'm not giving the guy the benefit of the doubt. You can if you want to, um, but I'm done th- this nonsense. Like, fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. No, wait. fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yes, is that, that is correct. That is Gosh, correct. I was almost screwing that up. Um, <laughs> all right, Rob brought this to my attention, um, and actually, before uh, I get to that, I need to give a shout out to the dude who said wrote like the nicest thing to me about the uh, golden retriever. Um, you know that ordeal, and uh, that was very a very nice shout out. It, it is good to get some of these positive comments, and uh, you know, my I showed it to the wife, and the wife was like. You know we're fired up. We're we're, we're making this happen, baby. Um, but hey, thank you guys. You know, and again, not everybody's listening to the full pod. It's like, oh, are they talking about the guy? I like, is this about the NBA? Is this about the Jets? Oh, you know, so it, it's weird, but it's good to get those P one. Is that correct? P one. That listeners? is correct. Yep. P one listeners who listen all the way through. Um, and and I'll just bury this before we get to this final topic that Rob Rob brought to my attention. Like. I'm done. I think I'm going to bet the Rams to win the Super Bowl. I'm not going to get into it here, but I, you know some of these, some of the numbers floating out there, winning in spite of Matt Stafford, this humongous layoff coming for the Packers, all of a sudden some questions on uh, major questions on the Tampa offense. Um, I, the Dal- Dallas is all of the the offensive questions that we thought were answered against lowly Washington. Suddenly become a problem against Arizona. I, I think there's something to the Rams. I know everybody's going to take the Packers, and that's fine. I get that. I, you ask me today. Today. It's early. You know, we'll see with COVID and injuries and what happened. Rams, Bills? Rob, I don't know. Are you taking Bengals, by the way? No, I'm not taking the Bengals.
4: Even though I know I said on yesterday's pod that I think that they are – them and the Chargers are the only two teams in the AFC who oh, I think could beat the Kansas City Chiefs. That does not mean, though, that I expect them to get to a point where they can face the Kansas City Chiefs. What about Buffalo? I, I, I don't trust Josh Allen. And, and, and the fact that they have zero running game to speak of, which is baffling when you're a cold-weather team in the Northeast and you cannot run the football to save your life makes me a little bit hesitant to pick them and I just think that if it comes down to Josh Allen versus Pat Mahomes I'm going to take Pat Mahomes every day of the week so
6: yes yes that's that's fair um I just the Chiefs yeah, we'll we'll dive into it much more next week we'll be we'll we got a bunch of guests leading up to the playoffs um and the playoff schedule by the way looks ridiculously good Yes,
1: um,
4: and I am on board with your Rams pick because I picked the Rams before the season, so I want to be right. So I'm going to ride yeah, your coattails.
6: Uh, priors matter, guys. You can't just be swayed because a, a, I know it's a getting hot at the end matters, but remember when Tom Brady goes to the Bucks, everybody said, "Oh, they they they, they got this. They're going to go. They're going to go from the NFC. I love them." And then they are like seven and five, and everybody bails, and then they figure it out, and they don't lose again, and they win the Super Bowl. The ramps have sputtered. Matt Stafford has sputtered. This happens almost every year to somebody. And then they figure it out. You just hope that the team you bet on can figure it out. Uh, all right. We we need to close with the college football portal situation. I was unaware of it. Um, let's just say Monday was a bit of a busy day for me. Also, got back in the gym, played some hoops for the first time in a while. Me and uh, a dude I play with regularly, we, we went up there and we played these guys two on two. And, um, you know, there's this guy, I mean, one of the guys who were playing, you know, there's a big dude. He looked like he probably played like linebacker in high school, um, super athletic black guy. Like he drives in and then he pulls up and he's just like levitating, hanging in the air. And of course me and my buddy beat them. Uh, and then we played three on three with a couple of more guys that we won again. I hit the game winner in both. I'm not even lying. And then Rob, and I, this is, I know Rob's laughing. The reason I brought this up. So I'm like, dude, what are you? What are you like, 27? He's like, 23. I'm like, oh my gosh! I was like, I you couldn't guess how old I am within like five years. He's like, what are you, 35? I just started laughing. Um, I was like, yeah, I got, I got, I got two kids I got to put to bed tonight. He's like, what? It just it kind of feel good. I know, I know a little, a little flex there, um, <laughs> but I'm telling you, I will be staying in shape hardcore this year. Um, I, you know what, Rob? We may have to do. A Vegas excursion. um I don't know, some something in the summer. I need to get in Vegas. The Vegas is what gets me. Wants to get me in shape, right? Doesn't want to get you in shape. Oh yeah, you I find out you mean, want my to Vegas is in Vegas within August.
4: So it used to be, you know, before oh. I had a kid, before I had a kid, you know, was every year I'm in Vegas for my birthday. Shh. So it was, you know, the place to be in August, and you know, it's 120 oh, degrees, yeah. but it didn't matter because that's what you got in shape for was to be out yeah. in the pool and things like that. So.
5: So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.
1: Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live.
6: College football, transfer portal, and I missed all this while I'm playing hoops and stuff. Um, I guess... That the quarterback of Oklahoma, Spencer Rattler, we know he transferred. He's going to South Carolina. We talked about that a couple weeks ago. But his backup, the freshman who was lights out for a while, Caleb Williams, even played in their bowl game, decided he's entering the transfer portal. And as soon as he put his name in, Dylan Gabriel, who went from USF to a verbal at Rob's UCLA school, decides I'm not going to UCLA anymore. I'm going to Oklahoma. And I guess, Rob, there was like outcry on social media, how can this happen? This is so bad and blah uh, the clutching of pearls over, you know, twenty year olds transferring, which is asinine. I don't Rob, the instant takeaway for me is well, coaches do this all the time. Who cares if players do it? And then the pushback is, Well, you don't get it. The if the players are doing this, it's just gonna be the wild, wild west. Well, it's the wah-wah-wahs for coaching, isn't it? What's the difference? The coaches are doing it to level up and make more money. The players are doing it to start for a better program to maybe enhance their pro prospects? I, what am I missing here, Rob? This seems obvious.
4: I agree with you. I, I, I don't understand why there are certain guys in the media, some guys that have been on this podcast before that we know and we like, that, that have this opinion. Like I, I don't understand why... It's a problem for a student athlete to take their professional career into their hands. And and Caleb Williams was honest. He's like, hey, look, I came to Oklahoma with the goal of getting to the NFL. I had a plan in place. Obviously, those plans have changed. We know when Lincoln Riley dips out to USC, that changes things a lot. So I'm going to reevaluate my future. I don't understand why it's a problem for someone to do that because they're a college athlete. But if someone like me or someone like you is not playing sports, and we decide we want to go somewhere because we think it's gonna do a better thing for our career, right? That's okay. Like, like, what's the difference? You know, it, it, I don't understand why um, Lincoln Riley, which is stick in Oklahoma, can leave Oklahoma because he knows the SEC is gonna kick his ass probably most <laughs> of the year. Uh, no, him. I mean, like, a good season for them is gonna be what nine wins, eight wins, probably, and, and that that's a tough conference. Like, yeah. you're, you're not gonna yeah. win 11, 12 games every year. Yes. You go to USC, you make probably more money, an easier path to the college football playoff. I have no problem with that. Do do what makes you happy. Do what's going to be the best interest of you. But if a kid does it, it's like, well, this is not what college sports is supposed to be. This this is this is this is you know, am, not amateurism. This is free agency. He's going to go where whoever's going to pay him the most. Okay, and. <laughs> like, well, yeah. I don't understand why you're, you're so upset about it. And so yeah. I, I would like to get to a point where we understand that college sports is what it has been for the last, however many years, it is
6: semi-professional sports yeah, and treat it that Th- way. This I, Rob, this, I, I, I know this is going to sound wrong. Cause listen, I'm a Jets fan. I get into the Jets. My life does not revolve around the New York Jets. Like my rooting interests on Sundays due during the season, yeah. Off season, am I rooting for the Jets to make some plays? Yeah, of course, sure. Um, I again, I didn't. I, I started at Virginia Tech when I went to college, and then I ended up transferring to JMU. Um is moving to the Fun Belt. Virginia Tech, obviously ACC, big big time in college football. I, I, it's tough for me to wrap my head around like losing my mind over a teenager picking my school or picking another one. And I know a lot of people out there, Hey man, you have a strong connection to your college and you're deep in the weeds. And I have a buddy who is like a Notre Dame booster and he played sports there. And I know he's way into it, but I know for a fact his mood, he's not spending all this time on message boards and like his mood's not going to change if a player enters the portal or if, they lose a recruit or get a recruit it's like okay we'll just get another one or we'll move on like you can't let whatever happens in college sports that much impact your life and I think it's those guys who are hardcore like life and death if Joe Bob transfers or picks Clemson over Alabama you know like I think it's those guys who don't want the players to get paid Rob would you agree thousand percent because they're like the old guys. We wanted it the old way where you got there and you stayed and nobody left. And and I'm just like, guys, come on. Like this is – times changed, Things change. People change, you know. And I had this in-depth conversation with the guy I played hoops with about, you know, he – him and his wife have been looking for a house around here. They're renting and they're like – unaffordable in the South Bay. It's un- it's ridiculous. Like who has $3 million for a house? And I told them we're renting too. We're looking. It's frustrating. But like him and his wife are like, should we move back east? And he actually went to high school in my area. I didn't know him until like, you know, about a year ago. Um, but he's like, we, you know, we're thinking of Should we move back? Because we just can't afford it here. And I was like, wow. I like, I, I can't imagine leaving. It's really nice out here. And he's like, yeah, uh, me neither. But my wife is also like, should we? It's not like you know we're leaving our friends here, but we're gonna go back and we have friends that we know from high school. And I was like, yeah, I don't. I, I listen. I like my friends from high school. I love emailing them. I just, we talk on Facebook and on IG. But like, I don't want to be that guy who goes back and starts hanging out with people I knew from high school. Uh, Rob, Rob, do you still hang with a lot of people from high school? No, not at all. I mean, I like them all, but it's like I experienced that life in high school. Like, I this is a grown up time. Like you get one life, you got to make the most of it. And like, is hanging in the same hometown? Like, again, it, I guess it depends where you grew up. And I grew up in a nice area in Northern Virginia. It's awesome. If I got a job that pay pays out here, living there wouldn't be awful. Uh, cost of living is better than Southern California. Um, and I get this question all the time. Hey, would you move to Bristol? Uh, ESPN came after you? It's like, I'm not going to Bristol. I, no interest. Now, obviously a lot of people get money whipped into going there. hey, you want this, that, and the other. We'll pay you X amount, and it's like, oh, that's interesting. But I was like, I, I, I don't know, man. I, I kind of really like L.A. I know that sounds weird, and people who are listening to this and like, uh, you know, Mississippi and Minnesota are probably like, oh, L.A. Well, like, I'm, just, I'm just telling. You, it's I, it, the perception, Rob, of L.A. throughout the country is you guys are the worst. Oh gosh, the COVID is killing you guys. All these liberals and the granola losers and all this. I'm just telling you, you come out here, it's Pretty friggin' awesome, Rob. It is awesome. Uh, here is my thing: You grew up out here, yes. Like, a- at any point, have you wanted to leave? Never,
4: <laughs> never. And, and 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 to your point about like the high school friends, like I have high school friends on the gram, things like that, and yeah, some of them are always like, oh, I'm I'm can't wait to leave California. Uh, gas prices are too high. I'm getting taxed oh, too God. much. Blah 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 blah. And my response: All right, go ahead, like go for it.
6: Let me let me know yes, how exactly. It
4: is. Like and and yeah, and, but- they're, and they're a great place to live. You know. I enjoy Seattle. I love Vegas. Like we mentioned before, you know, there's places in Arizona that are nice, but to me, you can't beat the weather and the fact that you are like an hour at most hour and a half away from anything you could ever want to do.
0: Yeah.
6: Yeah. And if you want to go skiing, you want to go to San Diego, like it's all exactly close, but I will say these, these people who think like, Oh, I'm leaving California. I'm out of here somewhere else better. Just so you know, uh, and I, I don't want to put my dad's business out there, but Every probably month he talks to me and my brother and he's like, man, I got to get out of Florida. It's just this area. You know, it's like, I'm, listen, this is not a political thing, but a lot of Trumpers out where he is. Okay. The anti-mask thing is real there. Um, and like, you know, he's older. So he wants to go to the gym, work out, stay in shape. And he goes in there. And there's all these guys like no mask at all. And he's old, you know, he's 80 and um, he just doesn't feel comfortable. And then he complains about this, that, and the other. And every single time, my brother and I say the same thing. Well, where are you going to go? You think anywhere is perfect? You know, when an earthquake hits in California, and they've all been small since we've been out here. But, you know, he'll instantly text me. Oh, my gosh, I saw an earthquake. Is everything okay? I'm like, you know. (laughs) House shook for like four seconds. We're (laughs) good. You know, uh, oil refinery on fire. What's going on? Fires. and It's like, yeah, it's, it's happening, but like 500 yeah, I mean, miles it's, from my house but yes yeah it is happening. I, I know it's, it's <laughs> weird like but you know uh, you you want to move north dad you want to go up back in the cold weather in, in northern virginia where there's like five six months of winter what do you know go, texas you, wyoming you know i'm like where do you want to go and there's nowhere that's perfect you just got to go somewhere and make the most of it right Yep, and, which and, probably should lead Rob to a deep discussion about quarterbacks <laughs> and who the hell wants to go to Cleveland and make the most of it. Um, but I, I'm just telling you guys, we probably will do the quarterback story all off season. I know people are getting sucked into the Aaron Rodgers. I think that's what he wants, right? A lot. Of, I mean, a lot of the reporters uh, covering the NFL. Boy, Aaron Rodgers sounds like he loves it in Green Bay. He's like pumping up Lafleur. Okay. Just how many times are you guys going to fall for the okie doke uh, Wouldn't it be totally on brand for Aaron Rodgers to just gas everyone up, say all these great things, and then get the hell out of Dodge? Now, I don't know where he's going, but these guys love attention. And Rob, you, you got to admit, I can't recall Aaron Rodgers ever doing this much media before. He loves this spotlight. You know he's yes. soaking it up. He's holding his toe up on Zoom videos. Like, that's not normal behavior. And I guarantee you, he saw the adoration and the praise on LeBron and Tom Brady when they left for L.A. and Tampa. And he's like, be nice to get some of that. Come on, these guys. Would you be shocked if these guys
4: loved attention? No, I mean, no, and, and you know what's funny is I, you know, I didn't when I watched the, the game last night, I I, I don't watch the Madden Cast like full disclosure, I do not watch it with I've that. I've never
6: seen one. Yeah. Um,
4: but apparently, Aaron Rodgers was on there and on Twitter, I guess uh-huh. it was going crazy for a few minutes because he said at one point, I asked him about Baker Mayfield and he said, give him some help, and that kind of made me laugh because I thought, you know, few quarterbacks, in my opinion, have more help than what Baker Mayfield has had the last few years in, in Cleveland. You know, the best running game, a great offensive line, a good defense. You had good receivers, and it just didn't really work out for him. So do you think that uh, – I was like, it's kind of funny because I think if Aaron Rodgers were there, they'd be like, well, Aaron Rodgers went to a stacked roster, and, you know, <laughs> of course that's what happened. You know, so it's kind of funny to me.
6: Yeah. Uh, it, it, the the Manning-Cast thing, I, I you know, I just – I mean, I'm sure it's fun and interesting, but I I, I don't know. I haven't checked it. Maybe maybe I'll check it out next week, Rob. <laughs> there right. is no next week <laughs> All right, congrats to Ben Roethlisberger and Tomlin on uh, the win thank you for lining my pockets with some money we'll talk to you tomorrow
0: Allstate wants to remind fans that mayhem is everywhere, like at your pre-game barbecue, while you prep your meats, that grease trap you forgot to empty is prepping to smoke your porch, garage, and the car inside, and without the right home and auto insurance coverage the cost to repair this could eat up your savings so bundle home and auto with Allstate to save and get protected from mayhem like this. Bundled savings variant are not available in every state. Coverage is subject to policy terms and conditions. From BBC Radio Four, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my god, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny, USA.
5: it's Zumo play.